What is going on, guys? I'm going to... Wow, that was a very YouTuber intro. Okay. What's up, everybody? This is Justin. I'm going to start this podcast out today by just stealing a part of How to Win Friends and Influence People right out of the book. So full credit to How to Win Friends and Influence People, written by Dale Carnegie. One of the best books I've ever read. If you haven't already gotten it, uh, I mean, get it, read it, do all that good stuff. I'll try to remember to put an Amazon link below for you to get the book and I am not an Amazon affiliate so I will not even get commissioned for it but I just really want you to read this book so go to the library find it get it from the link below do all that kind of stuff this isn't even an ad I'm just giving the book a ton of credit because I'm about to steal a part of it and put it onto this podcast so here's the story Schwab once had a mill where the they, they weren't producing as much as they should have been. And Schwab walked in one day and asked the manager of this mill, the leader, I guess we'll call them for lack of a better way to put it, why they were not producing at the level that they should be producing. And the manager said, you know what? I really don't know. I've coaxed the men. I've, you know, I've pushed them. I've tried to get them to do it. And I just can't make them be any more productive. So what does Schwab do? Schwab goes, he grabs a piece of chalk, and he turns to the manager, and he said, how many, how many heats did the day shift get out yesterday? And the manager tells him six. So what Schwab does is that he marks a big six in chalk, I think on the floor, maybe they had a chalkboard or something, but he takes and he chalks out a big number six because of how many heats they got produced. So the night shift comes in. The night shift sees a big six chalked on the floor, and they say, "What is what's what's this about?" And their manager tells them, "Oh, the big boss man was in today. The, you know, the owner was in today, and he asked us how many heats we produced during the day, and we told him it's six. That's how many heats the day shift produced." So fast forward a little bit. Uh, the day shift comes back in the next day after the night shift. And sees that the night shift has smudged out the number six and turned it into a number seven. Meaning that they got seven heats out. So this put a little spark in their brains. They said, wow, it's really, does the night shift think they're better than us? So, the day shift kicks their ass into gear a little bit. And then the next thing you know, there's a big nine marked on the ground. And then the night shift has a big 12 marked on the ground. And it just keeps going up from there. You know, we've already doubled the productivity that we had. I thought, I read this, and I thought that this was a super cool concept because I could see myself doing it for sure. I could see it working at a lot of places. And what we're talking about in this one, and I'm pretty sure I've already done an episode really similar to this, but we're talking about competition. Of course, it's a little controversial about whether competition is healthy, whether it should be in the workplace. And you hear all sorts of things like healthy competitions, cooperative competition, all that nonsense. It's something I like to keep as black and white as possible. There either is competition or there's not. And for me, I think competition is a really good thing. I'm a very competitive person. That doesn't exactly mean what a lot of people might think that it means, or it doesn't make me the type of person that they associate with competitiveness, but it's a very good thing. And this story is a great example of that. People instinctively and naturally are drawn to competition. We want to win. People want to win. That's a fact. Okay. 
what I mean, and you can tie that to a lot of situations. People want to win. They want to win, you know, the girl, the boy. They want to win their soccer games as kids. Like, it is instilled in us to want to win. And then for some reason, in a lot of cases now, we are brought up in this culture, in this society, that is trying to, you know, make soccer games scoreless and all that jazz and give everybody a trophy. And we're kind of we're kind of desensitizing to the idea of winning. And that's why nobody wins anymore. So when it comes to competition, this is why it's a good thing. Competition makes people more productive. And I want you to think about this. If you're in any form of supervisory management leadership role, if you own a company, maybe you're a parent, maybe you're an older sibling, maybe you're a younger sibling that needs to keep your older sibling in order. If you have any type of responsibility over other people, Know that competition is probably going to be one of the best ways to motivate people. And not I, I, I shouldn't say it that way either because it's not about you motivating the person. It's about getting the person to motivate themselves from within. That's what it's about. And that's what competition does inside of all of us. Some of us don't like to admit it. Some of us don't like to think that we're that way. But that is what competition does. People are hardwired to want to win. So that's why when the night shift went in and saw that there was a big six on the ground, because that was how the day shift produced that day, they said, no, we're going to be better than the day shift. We're going to we're gonna pull them a little bit. You know, we're going to grind their gears a little bit. We're going to get seven. Okay. And then the day shift couldn't let that happen. And everything just took care of itself from that point forward. You know, and this could apply to a lot of situations. And... I just think about it in terms of myself. If I went into work and I was told or somehow made aware of the fact that the night shift did their job in two hours, that it takes my shift, I don't know, seven hours to usually complete the same job, we're going to do it better because we want to win. We get insecure. We lose some esteem when we can't produce at the same level as someone else. When we can't keep up with someone else, we don't like losing as people. And you shouldn't. There's no reason to because winning, I I might not go to the length of saying that winning is everything, but winning is the goal. It really is. We should all be winning in life. And it's possible. I I mean, win-win situations exist. Win-win-win-win-win-win-win situations exist. All of these things exist. But people aren't looking for them because people are so focused on losing. People are so, or I should say not losing, but that's still about losing. You know, losing is your main focus when you're trying to not lose. You shouldn't be trying to not lose. You should be trying to win. There's a bit of a difference. And when people try to win, they get productive and they produce at their max or sometimes even beyond their max. And also what happens when they produce at their max is that their max grows because they're practicing, because they're conditioning, because they're training. Okay. Some people can get motivated by getting into competition with themselves. Take a basic example would be working out, right? You don't want to be able to bench press I don't know, however many, like 200 pounds one week and then drop it to 150 the next and then drop it to one. You want to increase the amount of weight that you're lifting when you go to the gym. You want to beat the past version of yourself. You want to win in the gym. This is actually a reason that a lot of people don't go to the gym. 
because of their competitiveness. Because they go and they're not lifting the most weight. Or they're not, you know, they're not doing the most challenging thing there. And that gets us discouraged. And it has to do with winning. We feel like we're not winning in that sense. But if you have two people that are close enough together, they can push each other. This is why people will run together to pace each other. Because if you run without a partner, it's super easy. I'm not saying that people do this. Some people have the discipline, some don't. But it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to walk for a little bit. It's easy to slow down, slack off, stop. Okay, but when you're running with that partner, both of you push a little bit harder in fear that the other one is going to outpace you, right? That's that's the whole point of doing it is that you're pushing each other at the same time because of your competitive drive. So when it comes to the question of whether or not competition is healthy, I think it is absolutely one of the healthiest, most important things in business, in economics, in life, in almost everything. Competition creates quality. Competition creates productivity. That's what the bottom line comes down to. This is why, frankly, monopolies never seem to be good businesses if they exist in the first place. This is why any business, even if it's not a monopoly per se, but any business without competition or with little competition always seems to have the worst product or the worst service. This is why other people that are in heavily competitive industries like gyms actually or coffee shops tend to do really good jobs, supplement stores, everything. You can find a lot of good ones because they're in competition and the people don't want to lose. So what they do is that they make their shit better. And then when they make their shit better, their competitor makes their shit better than that. And then they make their shit better than that. And this is how we work towards becoming the best, you know, I I hate to say it this way, but as close to that utopian area as we want to become is through competition. And the thing about people's feelings getting hurt, you know, we don't want anybody to lose. This person has a disadvantage out or the other. That, I think, is a matter of becoming mentally and physically and spiritually and whatever else tough. There's a there's that like that's a whole different subject. And that's something you have to train yourself to do is just not get your feelings hurt because some people are less sensitive to that kind of thing than others. And I'm not trying to bash that. I'm not trying to say that that's a bad thing, but I'm saying the case, it's, it's more of a sensitivity issue in that case than it is an actual productivity or competition issue. That's the problem. The truth of the matter is, is that when there's competition involved, all of the performance, all of the quality gets raised because it's the only way to survive. So competition is a good thing in my book, and we're going to leave it at that.